All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of Posio's Picks. We are back today. Sorry for not uploading an episode yesterday, but the slate wasn't great. We've got an unbelievable slate today. We wanted to save the show for today. We did tweet out our picks, and I swept the board. Max went 3-1. and one. So hopefully you are following us on Twitter, at Posio's Picks. You definitely got a good start to the weekend. So, like I said, we have an unbelievable slate of games today. So many great college basketball games. Of course, the main event, Michigan versus MSU, is canceled because Little Sister has covid but that's all right. We've got games to make up for it. Also, two NFL games this afternoon. So, no shortage of games to bet on today. We're going to go over a bunch of them. Not as in-depth, but we're going to give picks for a ton of games. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. The first game on the college basketball slate is going to be Purdue traveling to Penn State. Purdue are nine and a half point favorites on the road in this one. Purdue is obviously coming off of that tough loss at home against Wisconsin. Penn State looks pretty good recently. They beat Indiana by three and then went to Northwestern and beat them by four as well. Purdue, surprisingly, is one and two in the Big Ten. For that reason, I think this is a massive bounce back game for them. They got to get wins in the conference and good wins. So give me Purdue minus 9.5 on the road in this one. I just think they match up well with Penn State. Jaden Ivey is going to look to have a huge game. I think they really look to get the bigs involved. I don't think Penn State's bigs can hang around at all with Purdue. So give me Purdue minus the 9.5. I think this one gets ugly and gets ugly quick. Max. Yeah, like you said, Purdue coming off that tough loss against Wisconsin. But... They had a guy who dropped 30 on them. Nobody on Penn State can do that. So I'll be taking Purdue as well. I think Edie and Travion Williams have a big game down low, both of them 15-plus points. I mean, Edie just can score at any time. He's a giant. But, yeah, I'll be taking Purdue in this one. Stefanovic had an off game last game, and we saw what that does. I think he's the X factor to this team. If he can knock down a couple threes, stretch the defense a little bit, that opens the lane for Ivy to create for everyone else. So I'll be taking, I'll be buying a couple points and be taking Purdue minus seven and a half. Okay, next game on the slate is going to be Wichita State traveling to Houston to take on the Cougars. God, I love this Houston team. Houston coming off of that good win at USF, 83-66. Wichita State's last game, they lost to Memphis by 18 at home. Wichita State just is not that impressive this year as they have been in years past. Houston, I think, is really starting to come around, learning how to play without Marcus Sasser and Tremont Mark. I mean, I love this team. The spread is 11.5 for Houston at home. I'm going to take this every single time. Give me Houston first half minus six and Houston full game minus 11 and a half. I just think they're really learning how to play. People are stepping up. They've just got everything going. And like I said last game, they just play the same brand of basketball. It's still really hard to score on them. They defend really well. So give me Houston half and full game in this one. Yeah, Houston coming off that good win. We saw a couple 
a couple guys step up. Most notably, Carlton down low. He had 30. So that's a big step up. Obviously, USF doesn't have a great big. But I think they're really starting to find their groove again without Sasser playing. They've had two games under the under their belt without him. So I think they keep rolling here at home and get a good win in the American. I'll be moving the line a little bit just because 11.5 is a little weird to me. I'll be buying it down to 9.5 because I feel like 10 is a, a normal number better than 11.5. So that's my pick. Next game on our slate will be at 12 p.m. Eastern as well. St. John's traveling to take on the Friars of Providence. Obviously, Providence coming off that terrible loss by 30 against Marquette. St. John's coming off a good win against DePaul at home. St. John's has a great score in Julian Champagne. He had 34-16 last game, I believe. They got a couple of good guards as well. I think Providence turns this back around. They're at home. They got a chance to get a good good win in the tough St. John's team. They're not the greatest, but they are 9-3. So I think they have a chance to get a good win. But Nate Watson has to have a bigger game. Obviously, he only had eight points last game. And I think A.J. Reeves will be back for this game. Even if he's not, I'm still taking Providence at home. Give me Providence money line. Yeah, I'm with you here. I mean, that Marquette game was one of the worst beatdowns I've ever watched. It wasn't even close for a second. Providence is a good team. They're 3-1 and one in the Big East. This is a big conference matchup for them. St. John's has had some games canceled in the Big East, so they're hungry for some wins. But like you said, I think this is a big bounce-back game for them. They're, at, they're back at home, only a three-point spread. As long as they control the glass, Watson provides a little more scoring, and they knock down some shots. I mean, they could not hit a shot at all against Marquette. I think they win this game. So give me Providence Moneyline at home here as well. Okay, the next game, we're just going to keep rolling through these because we have a ton of them. UConn is traveling to Seton Hall to take on the Pirates. The Pirates are five-point favorites at home in this one. This is a really good game. Our last game of the slate at noon. Seton Hall coming off of that solid 15-point win against Butler. UConn has not played since December 21st. They've had COVID issues of their own. For that reason, I have to take Seton Hall at home here. Seton Hall has always been a tough place to play, especially if you haven't played in a few weeks. You have to go there on a Saturday afternoon. It's going to be rocking in there. Going to be really hard for UConn to knock a little bit of that rust off and get going. I think Seton Hall and the guards do what they do. They get their buckets. This guards matchup between these two teams is really good. It's going to be a good game to watch. Whoever has the better guard play is obviously going to win in this one. As long as they contain Sanego down low, Seton Hall should win this game. So give me Seton Hall money line at home in this one as well. Yeah, UConn hasn't played it in a while, and their last game was against Marquette, but that was before Marquette was really rolling. So it's tough to put an eye on this game. The spread is a little weird to me as well, but Seton Hall at home, I mean, it's always loud in there. Like you said, especially Saturday afternoon, 
most of the kids should probably be back to school. So I'll be taking Seton Hall money line at home. The spread is just weird to me, and UConn could get a bucket at the end to cover. So I'll be taking money line as well. Okay, next game on our slate, moving into the 2 o'clock slate. Texas is traveling to Oklahoma State to take on the Cowboys. Texas are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. I really like Texas here. They're getting veteran guard Andrew Jones back for this one. The Kansas State game was a little shaky, but if Marcus Carr can provide that scoring like he has been recently, this Texas team is going to be a hard team to stop. These two teams both defend very well. Oklahoma State coming off of two what you can call decent losses to Kansas and Houston, two really good teams. This Oklahoma State team isn't bad, but they have issues scoring the ball. With this Texas defense, I can see a little bit of a drought for them. If Texas can get a little bit of scoring, I think they win this one easily. So give me Texas money line on the road here. Yeah, this matchup will be great. Definitely Texas, ever since Marcus Carr, quote-unquote, said he wanted to leave, he's been getting buckets. So I think this Oklahoma State team is a good team, but they have been shaky all year, and we've seen it ever since Oakland beat them. So, I mean, they had an overtime win against Cleveland State. They lost to Wichita State at home. So... I'll be taking Texas money line as well, especially if they get Andrew Jones back. I think this line will move even higher. And I think Ramey has stepped up big as well. He's been knocking down some threes in big situations. And this team just defends the ball. I mean, they force you to turn the ball over, only giving up 52 points a game. So you got to roll with the defense in this one. Give me Texas money line. The next game on the slate will be at 2 o'clock. Villanova traveling to take on DePaul. DePaul coming off three straight conference losses and Villanova coming off three straight conference wins. Obviously, Villanova with that 34-point win against Creighton and a tough win at Seton Hall. Even though Seton Hall wasn't at full strength, that is a tough place to play. So... Caleb Daniels will be back for this game. Gillespie Samuels and Justin Moore, who had a great game last game. If those three can keep it up and score the ball, I mean, Gillespie barely scored last game and they won by 30. So he's just got to facilitate, run the show, and I think Villanova wins this game by 9. I'll be taking Villanova minus 9. DePaul just hasn't looked good in conference play. They looked good in non-conference, then they got to conference and just looked terrible. So... I think Villanova keeps this train rolling and starts 4-1 and one in conference play. Yeah, this one's pretty simple to me. Villanova's just rolling right now, and I don't think this DePaul team is that good. I mean, we saw it last game with Villanova. If Gillespie is able to control the, pa the pace of the game, it's just impossible to beat them, and I think they're going to do exactly that today. So give me Villanova minus 9 on the road here as well. Next game on our slate. We'll be going back to the Big 12. Kansas taking on Texas Tech. Obviously, Theo hates Texas Tech forever. But, I mean, Kansas has just looked good all year. Obviously, Abaji McCormick down low is a beast. I mean, last game he was just grabbing offensive rebounds like nothing and dunking on everyone. So, I think Kansas goes on the road and takes this game as well. 
Texas Tech obviously struggles at times with scoring, and we don't really know if they are going to get all their pieces back. Last game, they only had seven players. If it's like that again, I think Kansas wins this game by 10. So, yeah, we don't know if Texas Tech is getting everyone back. But even if they do, they're going to have rust. I'm still rolling with Kansas in this one. Give me Kansas money line. Yeah, this one is pretty simple to me, too. I mean, we've seen Texas Tech. They've been able to hang around in games because of their defense, but they really have problems scoring at times. This Kansas team is one of the best scoring teams in the country, averaging 84.3 points per game. If they go on any kind of drought in this game and Kansas goes on a little run, this one gets ugly quick. So give me Kansas. I'm going to buy it down to minus three in this one. I just think their scoring is going to be too much for them. If Texas Tech doesn't get their scores back, Terrence Shannon hasn't played in a while. This one is going to be tough for them to win, even though they're at home. So give me Kansas, minus three. The next game will be another Big 12 matchup. Baylor, obviously the number one team in the country, traveling to take on TCU. TCU on the seven-game winning streak hasn't really played great competition this year. Their one loss is against Santa Clara by 20. Obviously, Baylor, we know they can score, they can defend. They can really do everything. I mean, this team runs in transition, gets easy buckets. And I think this number is set perfectly. 10 points is perfect just because, obviously, Baylor won run and they're up 10. They knocked down a couple of straight threes with a Kinjo or Flagler, and they're up 10 just like that. So I'll be taking Baylor minus 9.5. I think Akinjo has another big game. Flagler, if he can knock down a couple threes, a couple jumpers. And then Kendall Brown and Chamachachua and Thamba down low, just doing what they do, grabbing rebounds, getting easy buckets, layups, dunks. So I'll be taking Baylor minus 9.5. Yeah, I'm completely with you on this one. I mean, TCU hasn't played a game since December 21st. So they're going to have to knock some rust off against the number one team in the country. They really haven't played great competition, like Max said. The way Akinjo and the Baylor guards are playing right now, they are just impossible to beat. I love this number as well. Give me Baylor first half, minus five, and Baylor full game, minus nine and a half. I think they go in there and blow them out. I mean, this Baylor team is is just way too good. They're just better than everyone in the country right now, so... Give me Baylor half and Baylor full game in this one. Okay, next game on the slate. Iowa State is traveling to Oklahoma to take on the Sooners. Iowa State number 11 in the country coming off of that really tough win against Texas Tech. Texas Tech banking in a 35-footer at the buzzer to to cover and to only lose by four. I, I still can't believe that. Oklahoma... Coming off of a 10-point loss at Baylor. Oklahoma looked pretty good in that game. Iowa State really struggled last game against Texas Tech. I think six points is way too much here, especially for Iowa State. I think Brockington has another big game. He really got held down against Texas Tech. The other scores for Iowa State have to come through in this one if they want to win this game or at least have a shot. Iowa State doesn't really have a great big, so Tanner Groves is 
likely to have a big game in this one. But if they can limit everywhere else, I mean, we saw Iowa State. They can really defend as well. So I like Iowa State in this one. Give me Iowa State plus six on the road. I just think the way that they can defend, if Brockington has a good game, they'll always hang around. So Iowa State plus six in this one for me. Yeah, so I'm on the other side in this one. I think Oklahoma, coming off that 10-point loss at Baylor, they really looked good. They showed they can score. Obviously, I mean, you can't defend Baylor. But Iowa State has also struggled to score as well at points sometime. Obviously, we saw last game they made two field goals in the second half, which is just unheard of. Now they have to go on the road, play a tough Oklahoma team. I think Groves has a big game as well as Goldwire and Harkless. If they can knock down their shots, the crowd will be into it. I'll be moving this line a little bit to Oklahoma minus four, but give me the Sooners at home. I just, I'm not really that high on Iowa State yet. They still got to prove it to me a little bit just because of the lack of scoring. So in that point, give me Oklahoma minus four. The next game on their slate will be at 6 o'clock Eastern. Tennessee traveling to take on LSU. Obviously, Tennessee coming off that overtime win against Ole Miss. Really shocking. I think they were 16-point favorites in that one, and they went into overtime with that team. LSU coming off that big win at home against Kentucky. After that loss against Auburn, they really bounced back. Now they're at home again for this tough matchup as well. I think LSU at home, you just got to take LSU. I mean, obviously one of the better defenses in the country. They can score the ball. And if the other team, if they are not scoring, they will hold you down. So I'll be taking LSU money line in this game. I think Easton has a big game. And they just got to really lock down the paint with Fulkerson and clog the lane so Chandler can't drive as much. Yeah, I love LSU in this spot as well. Obviously, they're coming off that home win against Kentucky. They got a little lucky. Kentucky had two of their better guards get hurt in the in that one. But, I mean, the way that they can defend, it's it's just really hard to beat them, especially at home. Their crowd is always into it. Like Max said, if Tennessee goes on a little drought, which we've seen them do before this year, LSU just jacks that thing up. They take so many threes, so many shots a game. If they hit 40% of those, this game gets out of hand quickly. So give me LSU money line at home in this one as well. Our next game, two games left. UCLA traveling to take on Cal. UCLA are nine-point favorites in this game. UCLA coming off of that 18-point win at home against Long Beach State, their first game in almost a month. Cal coming off of that 14-point loss to USC at home. I took Cal in that game to cover five points, watched it, and they just weren't convincing to me. I think UCLA, after knocking the rust off a little bit against Long Beach State, I mean, they still scored 96 points is ready to go for conference play here. They've only played one conference game so far, so I think they go into Cal. I think they're a lot better than USC. I mean, they have potential to win this game by 20. So nine points seems like too little for me. I'll gladly take UCLA minus nine on the road here. 
Yeah, UCLA coming off that good win against Long Beach State, obviously what they should do. Cal coming off that tough loss against USC. I think UCLA just keeps the scoring rolling. Averaging 83 a game, Cal's only averaging 66. And UCLA's defense isn't that bad to give up 75 points. So I think UCLA scores in the 80s again and covers this minus 8. Obviously getting Cody Riley back last game was a big boost. Now they have him and Miles Johnson down low, which is just the tandem of bigs that are really good. And obviously we know Johnny Juzang, Hawkeyes, Tiger Campbell, they can all light it up if they need to. So I'll be taking UCLA minus 8 in this game. Big time on UCLA. That spread moved to 8 live in the middle of recording. So uh, my pick is minus 8, not minus 9. Last game on the slate for college basketball. We made it through. Florida traveling to Auburn to take on the Tigers. Let me tell you, this Auburn team is one of my favorite teams in the country right now. Florida coming off of that 13-point loss to Alabama at home. Alabama's finally back. At least it looks like it. Auburn coming off of that 15-point win at South Carolina. This is going to be a great matchup of bigs in this game with Walker Kessler against Castleton. Whoever has the better bigs in this one, I think, wins it. It's going to be a good matchup. Jabari Smith for Auburn is obviously one of the best players in the country. Wendell Green, shout out Detroit, Michigan, has been playing unbelievable lately. Auburn's guards are going to have the advantage in this one against Florida's guards. If they can provide a lot of scoring, kind of take a little weight off Kessler. Kessler still does what he does down low. Maybe gets Castleton in foul trouble. I think Auburn wins this game by 10 to 15. So, numbers at 7.5. I'll gladly take Auburn minus the 7.5 at home in this one. Yeah, we both love this Auburn team. Obviously, Florida's been dead since they lost to Texas Southern. And they haven't really looked great as of late they're three and two in their past five obviously Auburn rolling 10 game winning streak two 15 point wins in the SEC they're really making a statement obviously Jabari Smith is a walking bucket Wendell Green he can push the pace with Jabari Smith lob it up easy points Kessler down low always has a big game I think Kessler has the advantage on Castleton. Kessler's been playing way better all year. He's been grabbing boards, blocking shots, getting the ball out so they can lead the break. I, I just think Auburn is the better team in this game. Auburn at home with the fans being rowdy. I mean, they just feed off that energy from the crowd. So I'll be taking Auburn minus 7.5 in this game as well. Okay, that does it for college basketball. We went over a bunch of games for you guys today. Some really good games, like we said. We still have two NFL games on the slate for you guys. Before we get into that, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the guys over at Pickett. You guys should know about Pickett already, but if you don't, Pickett is a brand-new app that is perfect for anyone that bets. Pickett automatically tracks all of your bets for you. All you have to do is link your sportsbook accounts, and it syncs all of your bets as soon as you place them. 
Not only does it track your bets automatically, but you can also follow people on the app and see every single bet they take. Picket is super authentic. People can talk about their actual bets, talk about why they like them. You can comment on those bets, telling them why you're riding, why you're fading, all that good stuff. Download Picket on the App Store now and use our referral code POSIOSPICKS for up to a $50 bonus that goes right into your Venmo account. Like I said, all you have to do is sign up, use our promo code, link one of your sportsbook accounts, and that bonus goes right into your Venmo account. Shout out to Pickett. That's P-I-K-K-I-T. Okay, first NFL game on the slate. The Chiefs of Kansas City are traveling to Denver to take on the Broncos. The Chiefs are 10.5 point favorites in this one. I think this is a huge bounce back spot for the Chiefs. They need this momentum going into the playoffs. That first half against Cincinnati, they looked unstoppable, scoring four touchdowns. Then they only scored three points in the entire second half. That is not how you want to end a season, especially since they lost that game and lost the number one seed. I think they're going to come out, show out in this one, get everything rolling before the playoffs. Mahomes has never lost to the Broncos. He's going to be slinging that thing in the Denver air. I look for him to have a huge game in this one. They still have a shot at the number one seed if they win and the Titans lose to the Texans. I mean, we've seen crazier things happen before. So give me Kansas City. I'm going to move it down to 10 points. Kansas City minus 10. I really think they want to get some rhythm, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They've had guys out, guys with COVID, this and that. I think they look to get a little bit of rhythm before the playoffs, and they might run it up here in Denver. So Kansas City minus 10 is my pick for that one. The night game tonight is a really good one, obviously a good rivalry game. I mean, I guess everyone is rivals with Philly with those fans. Dallas, the Cowboys are traveling to Philly to take on the Eagles. Eagles are rolling, coming off of four straight wins. Dallas are three and a half point favorites in this one. The Cowboys have a ton of guys out on defense with COVID, injuries, illnesses. It's really hard to bet on them here, but Philly's last four wins were against the football team, the Giants, the football team again, and the Jets. So, have they really played good competition? No. Have they really played a good offense, especially in those games? No. Cowboys, as of right now, have everyone on offense still playing. I don't think anyone is resting. I am scared a bit of them kind of resting in the second half if they get up. Dallas isn't really playing for anything. It looks like they're going to stay in that four seed in the NFC anyway. So... My pick for this game is going to be Dallas Moneyline first half. Not for the game, Dallas Moneyline first half. I'm not taking anything for the game. This one can get really weird. I think the Eagles obviously are going to be fired up, but Dallas Moneyline first half is my pick for this game. That is going to do it for the show today. A bunch of games, a lot of picks that we gave to you guys. Good luck to everybody tailing. Have a fantastic Saturday. Be sure to follow us over on Twitter, at Posios Picks, to see if we upload any other picks for the day. Also, be sure to follow us over on Picket. 
We will provide insight for those extra picks that we upload if we do so. Remember, our merch link is now live. It is our pinned tweet on Twitter. The merch is pretty fire, and it is pretty cheap as well. So if you want to support a little more, go ahead and go cop some merch. That's all we have for you guys today. We will see you guys tomorrow.